0: Okay, gracias, bebe. What's up, guys? Valentina's here helping me do the intro. Just want to let y'all know about some upcoming tour dates. We will be in Corpus Christi, Texas at Mesquite Comedy Club real soon. That is June 19th and June 20th. Then we head back to El Paso, Texas. It's been a while, El Paso. We will be at the Comic Strip June 25th through the 27th. And then over at Atlanta, ATL, the Atlanta Comedy Theater, July 16th. And then West Palm Beach, Florida, July 19th. More details to come. Make sure you go to chingobling.com. But uh, without further ado, let's get into the episode with Houston-based artist Georgie. He's multi-talented, multi-faceted. It's his second time on the show. And ladies and gentlemen, Georgie. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Live, broadcasting live all the way from an underground bunker It's your boy, Chingo Bling, and we have a special uh, series. I I don't know what this could become, but, uh, you know, I hit up my boy, Georgie Casanova, yesterday, alias el Jorge Casanova. And uh, I was just like, yo, man, I got to pick his brain. And uh, that's who we have on the show today, man. Houston-based, internationally known artist, photographer, creative mind, uh, George Casanova. Brother, how you doing?
1: Man, good, bro. Good, bro. Just, I appreciate you having me, man. It's always a, always a pleasure to chat up with you, bro.
0: All right. So look, man. A lot of people not from H town. They're not gonna understand the, the laid back. You know what I'm saying. You know. You know. Right yeah, now, too. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. We got people tuning in from everywhere. So um, this is your second time on the uh, on my podcast, and uh, yeah, you, you've done. You already doing big things. Uh, I seen you crank up the heat. Uh, you're focused, um, you know, your moves, your mm. moves are always, you know, just from the outside looking in, you know, I'm like, yo man, this dude really knows how to, um, put something out that combines ideas that gets people talking and, and it creates interest. Like, mm. you know, I, I, have, I have some of your art at the crib. It's the, uh, poster with the, all like the Houston, uh, rappers. Yeah. and, uh, a lot of people, I get a lot of feedback from that. Like, yo, man, I just got my poster in the mail from uh, uh, Georgie. And, uh, man, it's dope to see you on there or whatever. So yeah. I, I know, it, you know, it's out there. So congratulations. Uh, so first of all, how are you doing with this quarantine, man?
1: Man, bro, um, it's I think it's positive and negative. You know what I mean? I think everybody can use, like, you know, uh, I don't know about everybody. I think creative-wise, you know what I mean? It kind of gives you, like, a little time to breathe and, you know, kind of reset and- work on stuff that you probably ain't had time to work on or new skill sets, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, other than that, I'm blessed here, you know, alive, grateful, you know what I'm saying?
0: So, so speaking of skill sets, uh, I was looking on your Instagram. And uh, you're learning how to do like 3D models. Uh, are you planning on printing some 3D figurines or what, what's going on, brother?
1: Oh, no, I had, my, um, I had a good friend of mine help me with that. Um, I've always wanted to get like into figures and stuff like that. I'm big on collectibles, you know what I mean? I like when people are able to, you know, physically have the art in their crib, whether it be a poster or some type of keychain, something collectible, you know what I mean? So I had a homie, uh, he's helped
0: me start, you know, and getting get into like the little figurine
1: area, you know what I mean? Just giving people dope stuff they can have in their crib and appreciate
0: Yes, uh speaking of collectibles, uh one of the brands that that um that you have that has continued to be like a classic is you're from the south. I don't know if you see it as a, a brand under an umbrella or, or how you treat it, but uh I know people really jump on those in terms of uh collectibles.
1: Yeah, no, nah, uh, man, that was just one of them pieces of product and I feel like everybody has it, you know, whether it be with music or a song. This is one of the pieces of product I was like, damn, this is a dope saying I feel like people don't use this enough you know i threw it on a, on a hat here i threw it on stuff here And before i knew it, people were like you know like you know they they love it you know they appreciate it they get the message they want to you know be empowered by it and that shit really took off way more than i thought it was so uh um, i've always thought you know it, it's it's kind of dope because it is like it's all a little brand under me and like it has its own meaning and you know people appreciate it so that's that's really dope
0: yeah it, it definitely has that um That cultural pride aspect, Mm -hmm. uh, something that can connect. I remember last time we spoke. uh, You know, I forget what other states you have on there, but um, Mm. do you have like Alabama? Does it? Do you have one that's all of like all the states?
1: Nah. What I'm trying to do is like I'll do a piece with the slogan on it, and you know I might have a little hint of Texas or Houston on it, but for the most part, I have one where it just says. Just from the South, that way, anybody can rock it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be wherever they're at, they can rock it. You know, they don't feel like they can't wear it, you know?
0: Yeah. So, um, I picture, like, that on some murals. Is that on any walls? Have I seen that on any walls around Houston? The slogan from the South? Yeah, the from the South, like, years nah. ago.
1: Uh Actually, not. Nah. I mean, I'm always open to it. So if anybody wants to involve it in their work, I always feel like that it kind of belongs to everybody. You know what I mean? I don't want people, you know,
0: like. Hey. You know, a hey, sometimes, hey, sometimes it, it it really don't belong to everybody. Uh, <laughs> That's I, I don't want. I mean, I don't know if you've ever met a uh, be someone.
1: Yeah. but
0: But uh, I texted him the other day because I saw a a, a beer like a brewery. It's probably an NB out of local. I don't know. I can't remember mm-hmm. what. Um, but it, it had like the be someone thing, like artwork, and I know yeah. like two or three little clothing lines popped up with it, and yeah. and and I, I texted him. I was like, hey, man, you know, you know, do you got a lawyer that, you know, did you license this to them? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I didn't want to dig in his business, yeah. but, but but partially he's like, well, some stuff we kind of, yeah, we'll step in and kind of make a fuss and go after, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but he's like, other stuff, I just feel like, you know, well, it's kind of like public domain ish. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I, I can't stand when they paint over his thing, too, because this, yeah. it's like, you
1: no, know, super- nah, it's a weird area, bro. And that's that's the that's the homie I've known him for. I've you know had the pleasure of knowing him for a few years now. But um, I, I see what you mean because it's like I, there's a difference between like paying homage and then just being like, oh, this is popping. Let me press up 50 shirts and sell them. And it's like, that yeah. like-
0: And not only that, not only that. Sometimes it, it 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 be like a big brand. Uh Imagine if Jameson hadn't, you know, y'all hadn't connected, and they mm-hmm. just. They just picked, commissioned another artist to to hey man put this from the south on it with this type of lettering and yeah. then Jameson, Jamison in Times H Town or something. Yeah. And we, got, we ain't got to really do it the right way with get with yeah. Georgie. Have you seen um Have you seen L A. Originals? Yeah, oh man, that was great. So it, it was trippy because um, I've kicked it with both of them cats, mm-hmm. and um, I, I stayed in touch throughout the years with uh, Esteban. Like Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Um, The year, the year I decided to, uh, you know, post up in LA and work on some projects. uh, I hit them up like, Hey man, I'm looking for a place, you know, what area do you recommend? And if you recall in the documentary, they were like always in, um, what is it? Skid Row, like downtown, which now it's like homeless people, yoga studio, cafe, like restaurant. Um, It's all like gentrified. But I remember asking him hey ma'am i'm coming to l.a da, da, da. he's like man just come just come downtown bro i'm like okay well we're downtown like staples center is you know yeah. road. i'm like damn son <laughs> and, but anyway the reason i bring them up is because I, I met them uh because i actually had a photo shoot with esteban but i met them and i remember them literally telling me the story that's in the documentary like well first this dude got in the tattoos and i was I somehow ended up on as a road manager for these people, and I just put the play together. And anytime he tatted somebody, I made sure to get the footage. Like I made sure yeah. to get the drop, and, and uh, so on and so forth. And make sure Fifty Cent on camera be like, "Yo, these cost thirty five thousand, whatever." <laughs> just so that, yeah, yeah. so that when you're in Kentucky negotiating with somebody, you can at least get thirty five hundred. But mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, I bring them up because some of the moves they made like when they would uh, work with brands or like Hollywood mm. production studios, like, yo, we got this movie coming out. Um, it's like, they did a really good job of keeping it local, authentic yeah. uh, with that nuance where people just know like, Hey man, these are the dudes They're, they They, they really with the people they say they with type of thing. Yeah, like they yeah. really be at the spots. Like they really get inspiration from the grassroots, and they know how to. They know how to like a person like yourself. They know how to process all that into to your brain like a little funnel, and then mm-hmm. do, do, do do Okay, what mm-hmm. elements do I like? Like the the Georgie algorithm be like um, <laughs> style, No, even in your head, you like Texas now. Delete colors. Ah, oh, okay, I see these colorway. Okay, that's the sweatpants like that. Do, do, do. Oh, That's and then. And then you spit out culture, yeah. So, um, you know, I compare you guys because, you know, it—that's the sweet spot, man. You want to be—you want to be a paid artist. Like the biggest, yes. lie, the biggest lie ever told is starving artists. It's—it's it's a mm. lot of artists that ain't starving. Yeah. Shit, if you consider Joe Rogan an artist, which he is, he—he—he he, he ain't starving either. <laughs> I saw, him.
1: yeah, I saw that,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, definitely
0: he ain't tripping um so yeah man you you've, you've done everything from skateboards and, and all kind of stuff and recently uh, i saw on instagram you you conducted you hosted and curated a uh, live live from the quarantine like a, a music session yeah uh, how did that come about
1: man um the good thing is that uh since like you know i work with jameson and i've been able to kind of like put these events together. That I really like you know I really like messing with them because they actually care about the culture and they want to see who's up and coming and they want to support those people you know what I mean so like I wanted to just kind of shine a light on some of the up and coming artists you know what I mean like those those two people I chose which is uh, Lily and Jack Freeman you know, amazing artists and like I'm always I'm big on like showing support and showcasing anybody coming up and doing that thing because like for me it feels like I would have wanted somebody to do that for me coming up. So why not spread love and be like, yo, he's killing it. She's killing it. Y'all need to check them out. You know, whether it's two fans or five new fans, those are people that can support them now, you know?
0: And and speaking of supporting artists, brother, uh, you did something amazing recently (laughs) uh, where I'm going to let you tell it, but from the outside looking in, it was just like one day, you just got inspired to, you felt like giving away some money. So, so tell us about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, no, I've been like on social media a lot, like, you know, just like anybody else, you know, I had a lot of downtime and um, I was just, it, it, I started seeing like, even like close homies of mine, like tweet, like, yo, this is affecting me crazy. Like I had this job dropped or, Damn, you know, I had all these jobs just dropped. And um, I, A lot of people don't consider the fact that, you know, all this content we get nowadays from photographers and music artists and painters, all that. Yeah, everybody has fun reposting them and shit, but nobody thinks about the fact that like, yo, a lot of these people, that's all they do for a living, you know. what I mean, if you're a photographer, you might do that full time. You have five or six gigs, get canceled because you know everything that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Your income gone. You know, you didn't see it coming. You you was thinking like, oh, I'm <laughs> next month,
0: you know. So like, it hit everybody crazy, and I hey, was just, you know. Like, hey you. Hey, you- you preaching to the choir, man. Sound like you're talking exactly to me. Like, you know, like you had like a, let's just say you had like a comedy tour, right? And you had all these <laughs> things lined up. <laughs> see, see, and it's like- And just snatched them off the table.
1: Exactly. So um, I'm looking at us, and I'm like, damn, bro, like, I know, you know, everybody's talking about helping other people, but a lot of people don't think about the fact that a lot of these artists self-employed, they have a way harder time of getting support and getting funds than, you know, other people, you know? And I'm just like, dog, I just, I really want to help them, so, um The first thing I thought of was like, man, what's the way I can help them without making it too crazy? You know what I mean? Things gotten a little bit safer now. You know, I think it's still a little sketchy, but you know, originally I wanted to try maybe some shirts or hats. But the problem with that is like, you want to eliminate that many people touching the objects just so like, if somebody buys something, it's safer to purchase it. You know, you might do t-shirts. The printer going to touch it. The people that manufacture the t-shirts are going to touch it. You know, so I was like, you know, one thing I've always had the the ability to do is, I you know, I print a lot of my own prints. I keep them limited, but I still print a lot of my own prints. So I was like, man, if I could, you know, control a certain amount of prints, you know, um, get them out to the people, it'll be safe. You know, I, I'll, I'll feel safe about getting them out to the customers and I can control the inventory, and I don't have to take a large hit. And I can give away a, most of this money that I got from the products and give it to the hands of some of the artists that need it the most. You know, so. At first, I was like, if you know that, like, man, one of people will support, but, man, people came out the door swinging, ready to support all the artists, man. And uh, I was able to kind of, like, set up an email, get people to, like, get all the artists, whatever area you were in. If you're a tattoo artist, photographer, a music artist, a painter, I was like, yo, just email me here, you know, tell me what you need help on, and we're going to send you this paper immediately. So, you know, we did that. Um, I posted a picture on my Instagram, shipping all the orders out, like, man, it was... I ain't going to lie, bro. It was so much work. But at the end of the day, it was just like, man, it was worth it.
0: We got all the funds to people who needed it. And that hey, worked. hey, the, a- the average cat would have ran off on the plug with that. <laughs> uh, hey, man, we ain't seen Georgie on social media in about six <laughs> weeks. <laughs> uh, somebody said they saw him in the Bahamas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man,
1: it was, it, was, it was great, man. I, um, I told everybody, like, just in, everybody who ordered, because there was orders from everywhere. There's a lot of orders from Houston. There's a lot of orders from other states. I, I made sure to tell everybody, yo, y'all, you know, we were appreciate the shit.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, so, so you brought back, you brought back a limited print, right? Like yeah, man, That was in demand that had been sold out.
1: Yeah, cause I, I still get like DMs to restock certain prints and I'm just like, yo, I'm not really in a rush. I don't really like doing the cash grabs. Like, I, I still want to make sure that people who have the art feel like, you know, like they have a piece of, you know, like culture that that's, that's, has value. So. You know, I of, I, you know, I I didn't rush it, and then finally, when I was thinking, I was like, "Yo, this of time." It's been a few years like since I really restocked everything. So,
0: yeah. And, and and um, you say you do your own prints. You talking about like the posters or like t-shirts? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Prints my own photo prints. So man, I, I I still got my own gallery printer. So I'm, I'm able to print out my own inventory, and you know, like kind of control it and quality inspected and all that. That's what's up,
0: man. And um, so what what do you uh? where did you come out of this quarantine? I mean, like of the uh, you know the economy's opening back up, but like, what kind of habits did you like? Good habits? Did you like? Oh, like me for example, I, I started fucking around in the garden, uh, doing these little home workouts, uh, taking walks. And uh, the crazy thing is, like, since we're home all together so much and having meals together, like we, it's like, hey, we bless we uh, we blessing the food, you know. Like, it's, one, it's not one of those like, oh, we just started eating. Now it's like, hey, this is one of the little things we do that we want to keep, uh, yeah. you know, one of the good habits, you know, call my parents more often, yeah. more often. Um, uh, how about yourself?
1: Um, no, nah, I, I think, uh, man, honestly, I think reflection, bro, like this, this really gave me time to, of course, family, you know what I mean? I'll catching up with them, make sure everybody's okay right now, but uh, just to be able to chill and take a second to kind of, you know, take everything in. I'm big on like, I tell people all the time, like, I'm big on breaks. Like, I'm big on, like, you know, taking a second to step away from stuff. Because I feel like sometimes when you rush things too much, it might not be what you wanted. So, like, I've been able to take breaks, kind of like, you know, get back into the creative process of, like, you know, being inspired from movies and just just really enjoying, you know, being able to have time off and do what I want artistically right now. Because most of the time, it's go, 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 go. And it's like, damn, I can't even catch an hour or two to myself just to kind of, like, reset. But Man, uh, biggest takeaway.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I had a conversation yesterday, and um, it's uh, the guy that. Um, and anyway, what did he say? What did he tell me? He said, he said he was like Chingo. Remember when I saw you at that show? He said I, I told you and your wife. He said the problem with these two is going to be, you know, um, the what did he say? He's like the, don't let the tour keep you from a, a career. Basically, so, so in other words. You, you're you go, 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 rush, 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 uh, next city, promote, uh, come back, repack, whatever, whatever. And um, he's like, you know, that's what this time has served us to, like you were saying, you know, plan, strategize, just mm-hmm. take a little breathing, <clears throat> look at it from a different angle. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, shit, we've been going live more often. And that's some shit I never would do. It'd be like, live for what? You know what I mean? Like, who does that? And, um, just different little earlier you had, you had said, um, you were learning new skills too. And, um, that's one thing I always, uh, promote and preach to anybody that'll listen. It could be my kids, anybody, but uh, the concept of a talent stack. Like once you, you start to combine a variety of different skills from different categories then they start to mesh a little bit different in your brain. So let's say, uh, you learn something from carpentry that you end up applying to uh Photoshop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So like what kind of, what, you, you mentioned skills, what kind of stuff you talk about?
1: Man, shit. Uh, I think like immediately, like when we went to like, you know, lockdown and had like, you know, I, I had time free. Uh, one of the things like I dabbled with was uh, making a mu- music video look like a video game. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, I, told, uh, I told my bro last like, yo, you just drop some new music. I got time right now to kind of like do whatever creatively I want. I'm going to take one of your songs. and I'm going to make it look like a music video. I mean, I'll make it look like a video game. Like, you know, like, a, like some 12-bit, like, you know, Super Mario. That was one of the first projects I did. It took me like four days and I was like, man, I think I can do this. You know, I dabbled in it before. I never really did that much work before and uh, I did it and like, all that shit came out. It still, is crazy because it's only it's short, it's only like two minutes and 30 seconds, something like that. But it literally looks like we took less and we put him in a music video for a video game. And his music playing, but like he's, he goes on his little little adventure. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's on my Instagram when you get a chance.
0: Oh, um, when, when y'all dropped it a couple weeks ago or when? Uh, it was like the first week. Uh, let me see. Oh, I'll check it out. I was just curious. Uh, March
1: 27th, but um. Yeah, no, that was one of the first things I did. I was like, man, I want to kind of push myself visually. So we we knocked that out. And then I think after finishing that, it kind of like I you know, I told myself, like, damn, I did that shit. You know, it's crazy what you can do when you actually got time and you really tell yourself like, man, fuck it, I'm going to do this. Like, let's do it Let's make it work. You know, and that applies to a lot of people because it's like, this might be something that, you know, you might be like, I ain't got the time. I don't want to do that. I don't feel like it. Say so go for it. You know, it ain't nothing but a try.
0: And uh, have you been, um dabbling like with your photography because uh you you take some dope photos uh throughout the years a lot of like CD covers and stuff like that and um mm-hmm. I'm actually in the process of uh <clears throat> just you know rethinking because I get people ask me all the time man when when we gonna see the version of you with the boots and where's you know where's the Tamara yeah. and I'm like hey I'm down but I want the shit to be like right fucking dope as shit. Not right. just you know, I saw him at H E B with his boots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's yeah. not like oh you just taking a shower with your cowboy hat on. It's, <laughs> I want it to be like uh, like yo okay today we're gonna bring him out, but it's gonna be a dope photo shoot with like Georgie for example. Exactly. And this is the concept, and this is the, the outfits, and these are the ang- these are where the lights are gonna go, and we mm. got these props or whatever uh, shit like that. But mm-hmm. uh, have you been uh, have you been fucking with uh photography lately? Oh
1: man, honestly, I just I've been I've been uh. I've been, like, trying to schedule shoots, you know what I mean? Like, keep it real safe. So, like, I'm trying to pick days and, and make it safe where it's just, like, it, it's maybe just me and the person or maybe me and one or two. You know, like, just real, real, like, you know, it'll make it awkward and make sure everybody's feel comfortable and so stuff like that. But um, I'm just, like, on a daily basis. But it's just more, honestly, just booking and planning and be like, you know, this day we're going to try and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you about, um. oh, have you been hearing, um, like I don't know if you listen to Joe Rogan and them, but like a, a bunch of like big names in the comedy world are, are have been thrown around. Like man, we're they're frustrated with their California governor and their mayor, so they're like, man, you know how big of a house I can get in Waco, and you know what I mean? I can shoot my guns. Yeah, I got yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, I, I've been seeing that. But <laughs> yeah, like like you know, I guess let's just talk about like you know Houston culture and like how lucky we are to live in this hot, humid. Cultural <laughs> you know, diverse food. Uh what, what are some of your favorite things, man, about, about the city? Because I know you've you've been everywhere, Japan, you've been all these places, but what is it about home?
1: Man, I, I think it's the authenticity, bro. I think there's a lot of stuff that we have here that everybody looks up to or gets inspired to from. And I try that's actually what I try to put inside of like the the merch or or the art, bro. It's like I try to make people make people like, yo, be proud, you know what I mean? Like we have a lot of things that you know a lot of people don't have and you know, of course, you know we always have our issues, just like any other city. But it's like I try to, you know, influence that and everything else. But I mean, shit. But if you're talking just on a on a on a on a city level, bro, I mean, you're talking about everything from food to culture to people to um, our artists, our art, like our catalog goes crazy back with artists. Um, I mean, we got a lot to be proud of. But it's cool because even like you said, seeing people be like, "Damn, you know, I can go to Texas and I can give me a mansion for 300. Like, yeah, we got a lot of beautiful things and space is one of them, you know? So it's dope seeing people be like, you know, because before I see the jokes, with they just ride horses. They ain't got nothing over there. It ain't nothing but flat land. It's like, nah, we got some stuff, bro.
0: And and now that people are able to like work kind of remotely to where Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you could literally be based out of Boston or something or Ohio or anywhere and work for a whole bunch of people (laughs) or be freelance. Or have, like, your Patreon. or I mean, there's just a a popping podcast. There's just so many different things um, where the future is headed to, man. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that really trips me out. It's like, what's the new – what's the next thing? Like, you know, you got Elon Musk talking about Neuralink. And um, are you familiar with uh, simulation theory? No. What's that? Oh, man. You got to look into this. So, basically – I'll send you a podcast to listen to, but um, simulation theory, they're saying that it's kind of debunking the uh, Darwin's theory of evolution. Mm. So the argument is that if we, present day, 2020, we're able to have like sims, computer games, and there's all kind of like simulators and simulations yeah. because our computers are strong enough to create little worlds, like video games, right? Because yeah, yeah. I create worlds. And so the argument is, if our society is capable of making, you know, one, any society that's capable of making one simulation, they're probably going to make multiple. Um, and then the argument is any society that's advanced enough is going to have even more advanced uh, simulations where the, the inhabitants are self-aware, but they think they're flesh and blood. like. And, you know, it's like, well, I am flesh and blood. It's like, yeah, but yeah. you're pulling in, it's like, well, what is that? It's like, what's matter? Okay, what the fuck is matter? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. well, what's out there? Space. It's like, well, can you ever reach the end of it? Or how does that work? Like, well, yeah. one, you can't go faster than the speed of light. So you're never really going to know you're in the game type of thing. Uh, so in a nutshell, the argument is it's it's more probable. If you would say that there, there's multiple simulations, it's more probable that you're in a simulation than in a naturally occurring organic universe of like a, had its own big bang on its own yeah. and, and all the little molecules everything happened just right, the sun and you know they they you know they start walking upright and they discovered uh, fire and yeah. what have you um, But anyway, that's that's I don't know what kind of weed I smoke, but that's (laughs) that's basically it. It's like it's it's more probable that we're living in a simulation than it being oh we're just one of the lucky organic we just kind of happened on our own something happened and we made it this far yeah Uh, so I I, you know don't nobody know but it's interesting how simulation theory argues that we have a creator so Mm. it's like all the religious people are like.
1: No
0: <laughs> Darwin Like, we're atheists And yeah. we evolved from chimps, And it, we, they looking crazy Like, nah, man I feel like somebody created us Like, they're not looking crazy no more
1: <laughs> I, Man, I see you know, I'm not I'm, I think uh, I'm not opposed to like people Having their own thoughts You know what I mean I feel like a lot of Even, even in the, the craziness I feel like people still discover things That are useful in one way or another You know what I mean So it's like Either way, you're still thinking You're still, you know Creating yeah, Either way, yeah Yeah. I think it benefits one way or another. It ain't always beneficial, but I think creating and thinking your own way, it's going to, something's going to come out of
0: it, you know? So right now, Man, can you imagine uh, some fucking, uh, they create like a virtual reality world and in that world, you could like dress your little avatar up and then you selling clothes and that bitch.
1: (laughs) No, 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 But see, and that, I feel like that'll come eventually because it's like, all right, so let's say, for example, people play, um, because even I play PlayStation, let's say you play PlayStation for two, three hours, it's just going to get more advanced to the point of where like, because even some kids, I'm sure they spend eight or nine hours a day, it's just going to get to the point where it's so advanced, so technical, so crazy, so involved that you're just probably going to be there for 15, 18, you know, people might not see you, you stayed in that world for a whole 24 hours, you know. So I, I mean, stuff like that will come eventually, especially with everything just keep getting crazy and updating, and get video games getting more complex and integrated. And stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's like C, CGI is. I mean, have you seen uh, Little Michaela on Instagram? Yes. I mean, that's prime example of like, yeah, bro,
1: where, where things can go, bro. That's exactly it
0: it's like I've seen some funny memes like they'll take they'll take a screenshot of some shit she posted where she's just like all posing and, then the <laughs> and like, you know sometimes don't you be thinking like damn life's a trip or something and, <laughs> and then, and then they, they screenshot where the person uh commented like first of all bitch what the fuck are you or something
1: <laughs> hey but no that's a prime example right there it's, it's stuff can get really really crazy quick
0: and it it reminds me of like what you said earlier, you said like Houston is known for, or part of our appeal is just the authenticity. It's transparent. Mm -hmm. Like what you see is what you get. Mm -hmm. Uh, For the most part, people do what they say around here. Uh, We kind of had a different pace. We're in our own bubble. We're very like independent spirited. And uh, I know that was like my North star when I was navigating the music business. Like, you know, different people navigated it from, their perspective and, and where they're from, or whatever. But I just knew, like in the beginning, man, I just looked up to Jay Prince and like Master P and people mm-hmm. that have ownership. I looked up to them so much that when offers would come, I would refer to my constitution, right? So um, at, at this point, we were adhering to this policy, which is like mm-hmm. we kind of want creative control because I didn't know what Chingo Bling was. Like I was still trying <laughs> to figure out, like, some people see me as parody and weird out, but some people want me to try and fill this person's shoes. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? And some people see me as just a Texas thing. And and you have it's like being a Houston-based chef. You you're expected to cook with some Houston ingredients.
1: Yeah.
0: And sometimes sometimes that could be like cool because yeah, I want this in my palate. You know, but other times it's like, okay, but I'm going to hit you with some other stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, might be a little bit ahead of his time or whatever. Nah, that's but, absolutely yeah. true.
1: And, hey, that, that, and you always have to kind of make a balance, you know what I mean? Because there's still people that might be like, well, that's too Houston or that's too Texas or that's too Southern. So, you know what I mean? It's kind of like walking the line, but at the same time, it's like, you know, trying to create something dope for people to enjoy just for where they're from and making sure that like man i, I want to make sure this appeals to everybody even if they're not here you know so, i mean actually you you know more than anybody you know it's just like you trying to trying to make sure that you can please everybody and make something that everybody can appreciate you know it's, it's hard
0: yeah no nah, that's it i man i would argue that um that idea it sometimes it's best to keep it out of your head like like anything that has to do with perfection anything that has mm-hmm. to do with like um um what's the word I'm looking for um I guess where the end goal is yeah. not upsetting too many people or not being too polarizing mm-hmm. because it is very hard like just, just the fact that you included me on that poster I, I, I already knew I was already like oh I don't want to see the comments on this you know what I'm saying like man I don't want to be in no, nobody's debate like you can have it I mean it's a, in a way, you want to be relevant enough to where somebody's arguing on your behalf at a barbershop, yeah. you know, but I was like, "And, okay, Georgie, uh shit man' I, 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 I'm, you know, I'm glad you decided that, but it's probably going to be a lot. actually, I think I did see a comment from somebody this is yeah. a lie, <laughs> I did see a comment I did see a comment from somebody that was kind of like, I think they didn't understand it was one artist's interpretation. Uh, and he, he wasn't saying those are the only ones. He wasn't saying those are the only ones that are ever gonna make it. He wasn't mm-hmm. saying none of the new people are good. But for whatever reason, people took it like it was a complex top ten.
1: <laughs> That's how uh, <laughs> people always gonna take it. You know, it's gonna be like, all right, this is his list. It's wrong. It don't look nothing like mine. This is not right. But it's I tried to explain it just pretty much the same way you said it. Like this is my interpretation of people who I feel like influence shit. And made a difference. You know what I mean? And if, if you don't agree and, you know, 10 people need to be swapped in your head, you're more than welcome to make your own, your own, uh, your own design and, and then put the people on there that made a difference. But that's how I felt. Of course, I saw a lot of complaints, you know what I mean, from, from, from you being on there to man, Pretty much, every, every, there was a complaint about probably like half the list, like, why well, is he in there? You could have swapped him for this person. And it's like, well, you know, but more, but the good thing was like, there was a lot of debates that I saw, like, even when people reposted it. But for
0: the majority, like 80%, it was love. Like a lot of people, you know, they like that. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm not tripping because, you know, it's trippy, man. One thing that I'm learning, I'm 40. One thing I'm learning is that everybody lives in their own reality. Yeah. So there is no way people will ever agree 100% on some shit because no. we have be having a heated debate with somebody and it's like, hold on, time out. Like, you're looking at that word different than than how he's looking at that word or for example when people be like man that's not fair well nothing is ever going to be fair because your idea of fair is going to be different than their definition of fair Uh, I mean so on and so forth Um, you know like for example you could have like a Muslim and a Christian like sitting together on a park bench and they both eating a sandwich they're probably having a a nice conversation about the weather and, Mm -hmm. and, or whatever, right? They're they're coexisting. They have families. They have a ton in in common and they, and they believe different things. Mm -hmm. So technically they're operating in the same world with very fundamentally different beliefs. So like they function perfectly in society, but there are other religions too. So therefore everybody you are able to live your life, while having your own little bubble reality, like you see it every day on the news, where it'll be like, "Uh huh," he said this. One yeah. half, one half that represents one team is like, "See, racist." Yeah. You know, it's right there. And then the other half yeah. that watches a different news network that believes in different stuff, they're like, "Yeah, but you know, I heard the same exact thing, but I didn't see it as racist or whatever." Yeah. Like, I was just saying. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and That's- just artistically, man, it's almost like that has helped freed free me up because you know I look at it like I mean everyone like for example if I tell a joke on stage I can already just free myself up that like 20% of the room is might misinterpret everything I said another 20% probably didn't hear but this remaining 60% they cracking the fuck up because they, Mm -hmm. they got it and they painted the picture in their head I'm just saying words and I'm doing subtle faces but in their mind they see the car. They see my dad's yeah. truck, They see the the the, the whole the, picture. Yeah. So, but they paint, They cast it in their head. But
1: uh. and it's and it's a positive and negative because I think uh, it sparks whether whether whatever the topic may be, it sparks uh, conversation. You know what I mean? And that's a big thing on like even social media and everything nowadays. It's like sometimes that's bad, but at the same time, it gets people talking. You know, and I think all that leads to like people just communicating and telling their opinion and yeah, sometimes it goes crazy some people can't get their opinion across without arguing but at the same time it's like when people are talking about a subject you know it's still them talking about you know so it's, it's, it's good it has its ways
0: so so let me let me ask you this as we uh wrap up um i want to ask you um what is your morning routine like um, Shit. um you could do night routine if that one's more yeah
1: um I see start the day off the same way I, I check check uh check emails and then I get my to-do list uh I'm, I'm big on writing down what I need to do for the day I know some people do like notepad and like stuff like that but I'm like if I don't physically see it in front of me or next to me you know I might forget so I'm big on writing notes like like sometimes my desk is covered in sticky notes and and then I'll get it done though, you know, I, I look forward to crossing things out throughout the day. You know, it might be 10 things like, oh, you need to get these done today. And it's like, oh, done, done, done. Trash it up at the end of the day, throw it away. Next morning, start fresh, boom, new list. What needs to get done today? So that, that's, that, that keeps me on track, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, yeah, v- visually writing it down. And um, another thing I, I like to uh, think about is uh, like, goals versus systems. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's say the goal is like, man, I want to drop five pounds by September or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's the goal, right? But the system mm-hmm. is like, all right, I'm a higher trainer or I'm going to make sure I jog every morning or whatever the case may be. Um, w- w- what is one of your favorite, like, I guess, go-to systems? What, um, whether it's like, you know, I make sure I do X amount of Photoshop or whatever. Mm-hmm. What, what are some of your systems that you use?
1: Um,
0: man, I... I...
1: Alright, so basically since I'm able to kind of do like a little bit of everything, you know, photo, video, whatever, um, I'll kind of like focus an area on like let's say for example, I feel like I haven't done enough video. Like this just this, this this quarter I haven't done enough video. I'll make sure that like next month that's what I dedicate to, and that's where my mind is at. And I try, you know, even if I have to make a note of it, it's like, yo, this month I have to dedicate it to this. I feel like I've been slacking, that's what I have to do. And just knowing that that's what I have to look forward to next month, my mindset is already on. All right, let's start searching. Let's let's look up recent videos. Let's look up some of my past work. You know, keep that, keep your mind going, keep motivated. Because it's it's one thing to tell yourself like, oh, next month, you know, I want to learn Photoshop, and you just kind of keep it in your head, keep okay, like that. Well, if you're not taking no action, you're obviously not gonna do nothing. You know, make some notes, write some goals. What do you want to do in Photoshop? You want to put your first CD cover together? Write that down. Start looking up stuff. You don't have to go into action now, but even researching is progress. You know what I mean? So. Um, I, I, even, I even tell my homies sometimes, like, you gotta, you gotta take the first step, start Googling, start searching, you know, even if you don't open Photoshop today, get on YouTube, start looking up what you need. And I mean, that'll all lead to progress, you know, as long as you're making at least one step towards it, at least, you know, it's it's progress. It's better than nothing.
0: Uh, all righty, man. So, uh, let them know, um, what, what new project you want them to, uh, go check out what, what new product you dropped?
1: Oh, man, I got a few things I'm working on. A lot of people are asking about gear and stuff like that. Just how we're talking about, like, you know, from the South, has taking kind of like its own, uh, it's created its, it's itself and said something big. So I'm, I'm coming back to that because I know like some people want to tease and stuff like that. But besides that, it's just a lot of little things. I got some collabs coming up with some amazing artists as far as like products. I um, Can't touch into them just because like, you know how the stuff goes. Sometimes it might not come out, sometimes it might, but um, definitely rough stages, but I got uh, some some really dope products coming out, and then I'm hoping to even with you, you know, when you get some free time, I want to get back to you know working with the artists when the city clears up and you know we can do stuff safely. Videos, photos, you know, the whole nine.
0: Well, yeah, man, K- keep me in mind if uh, if you stumble across a certain vibe or something, you're like, you know what, I'm gonna see this fool's down to do uh, mm-hmm. a cartoon. You know what I'm saying? Some crazy ass yeah. shit. But um, yo, your social media, uh, Instagram at Georgie, right?
1: Yeah, J O R G E Y. That's the website, um, and then my, I mean that's the Instagram, and then the website is Georgie J O R G Y with the S on Georgie's.com. and you can check out all my press work and any of the new stuff we got coming up. Don't going to announce it on those two.
0: Awesome, brother. Hey, man, you, you might have to uh, uh, come interior decorate some shit, put some little skateboards that say "From the South." <laughs> okay. I got you. Fly shit.
1: <laughs> but uh, no, no. I appreciate you having me, and it's always I told you it's always to chop it up with you. you know?
0: All righty, brother. Hey, man, respect. Keep killing it. And uh, thanks for uh, coming on to the show, man. Have a good one. Pleasure. You too, bro. Bye, bro. Peace.